since we were kids. You said you still love me. I'm sorry, Cody. I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't lose you again. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gospel X, the Gospel According to the X-Men. My name is Jonathan. This is Henry, and I'm so glad that you can join us today. Uh, as we continue our conversations and discussions on the 1990s animated series of X-Men. And today we will be exploring one episode called, entitled, Love in Vain. And Love so in vain. Customarily, we start off with uh, Henry kicking us off. So Henry, we just showed our audience a video clip of a dialogue between her and Cody. Uh, what, can you elaborate on why we chose on that snippet well this episode is actually super hilarious right i mean we get a little bit of a glimpse of what is rogues kind of uh, what is her greatest desire in her life and you get it in the most obvious way possible at the very beginning of the episode when you know you see cyclops and gene they just got the whole phoenix thing all done and they're kissing each other and all happy <laughs> and rogue is like ah you guys don't understand like how good you have it. I could never experience that. And she punches her bed. Yeah. <laughs> basically destroys her canopy bed. Um, and then uh, she meets up with an old, an old flame um, from her childhood, Cody, who, if you guys don't know, she actually put into the hospital when her mutant powers first manifested as a teenager, she kissed the guy. And then the guy, went into a coma in the hospital. And that's when she finally realized that she couldn't have any physical touch anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, that has been her greatest kind of need, her desire was to be able to touch another human being again without hurting them because Rogue is incapable of doing that. Um, later on, you find out that Cody is, has found her and somehow he's able to touch her for some reason. We don't know why, she doesn't know why yet, but at first she's just elated. She's absolutely ecstatic and happy. Um, she throws a fit with uh, Xavier saying that- she, Me want, me want. <laughs> yeah, uh, she wants to go and do the stuff that she can't, couldn't do before. Like go and off and spend a weekend with Cody and- yeah do whatever but uh it's 
it, it comes to a point near the end of the episode, you know, the scene, you're probably wondering what all those roach things are. Wolverine calls them roaches, but apparently they can, they assimilate uh, other species and turn them into that. That's why Rogue was able to touch Cody and the body snatchers. <laughs> at that point, Rogue has a choice uh, at that point because Wolverine gave her, allowed her to cure herself, but she has to go and will it. To, to make it happen. So she can either give up her desire to be able to touch other people again, or she can choose to go back to the way she was in order to, to save all her friends, to basically be a human being. Because if, she, if not, then she's going to be this alien thing. So interesting, right? Like, um, interesting. What, what choice do you, does she make at the end? Here's a question for you. I know that we didn't have probably like um, ask this, but what happens if she didn't need to turn into a roach? Like, you know, like that, you know, if she, if it, if it, like me, like, um, I know this is a kid's cartoon. So, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be a, such a hideous thing, <laughs> right? But then what happens if she never had to turn into that hideous thing, right? I think it was uh have done the same thing. I think it was at that moment, you know, her team was in danger. She knew that if she was to stay a roach, right? She would get what she wanted to be able to have physical contact again. Right. But she would have to sacrifice a big part of her life, you know, the team, friend, the team her home, um, her morals because, you know, they're going to conquer everybody, right? Basically these yeah. beings, right? And in her mind, she had, she had to weigh in, this is what I want, but this is what I'm going to have to give up to get it. When she first met Cody, she felt like she had the sense, oh, I can do get this, but I don't need to give anything up. Everything yeah. fine and dandy. Yeah. But when she actually was faced with a choice of giving something up, right? Giving so much important things, she couldn't do it. She had to go back and say, I can't, I, I'd rather not have this than sacrifice so much. Yeah. So she weighed the sacrifice, the cost and the benefit. Well, not really the cost and benefit, but more like how much was she need to sacrifice in order to get it, get what she wanted. Yeah. yeah. And also let's just say this was, it, it wasn't exactly what she wanted because she would become this grotesque. <laughs> this roach. <laughs> this gross, like alien thing. Right. So no wonder she yelled up. This is not what I wanted. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's just uh, obviously so, it also plays to you, you never know what you're going to wish for, right? When you finally get it, it's not exactly how you imagine something when you go and get it. Trust me. I think a lot of our viewers have seen enough. Yeah. Have seen enough Disney movies to know that, <laughs> to know that part, <laughs> especially the uh, princess movies. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, it is true. So uh, yeah. yeah. So there, there are a lot, like uh, every choice that we make or every want that we have, it seems like there's always a, uh, a sacrifice that's involved, right? Um, any uh, uh, daily examples that you could think of that kind of runs along with this theme? Well, for me, I think a lot of people, what is something that everybody thinks that they want, right? You want to be Jeff Bezos. You want to be Elon Musk. You want to be rich and powerful and have a lot of money and what <laughs> And name your kids in the weirdest way. <laughs> yeah. But... A lot of people uh, don't realize that in order to get 
that that kind of well you have to be working just non-stop all day every day family that's kaput friends whatever you know it's like you, your life is your work and you know some people are able to make that sacrifice but i'm going to risk saying that i say most people are not would not be willing to make that sacrifice but they do have that dream of of getting that wealth right mm-hmm. it's like That's a, one example. yeah it's like um everything has a cost to it basically right and um so yeah so like uh, i guess like uh, for our purpose here it is like uh, what can we like how can we put a christian principle into this right and uh well i think it's a it, it kind of brings me to a point uh passage in it in uh, what jesus said when uh he was telling the disciples early on before they followed him because the disciples wanted something that jesus offered and that was eternal life right but the it's interesting how jesus right in the beginning go okay you really want it have you calculated the cost to get it Right? Because the cost is pretty much you got to follow me and you got to die for me. And uh, you're also going to get persecuted and crucified just like me. You're willing to do that? And of course, we all know, and for those who may be uh, watching this, who are keeners out there who know their scripture, they didn't, they didn't get that part. <laughs> they, they, they didn't read the fine print, apparently. And, uh, and all through the time, uh, right at the end, they were stunned and uh, basically go, oh, I didn't know that I had to do this. I didn't know I had to like uh, die with Jesus, right? And then, so then they backed out, but then luckily they backed back in uh, later on. So I think of for us in this episode, what speaks to us, especially to Christians is that all of us, when we actually decided to follow Jesus, there's a cost to it. And uh, I think have we, and um, like Rogue, have we, did we do this? Yeah, did we do the same thing as Rogue? And just got excited and gaga over this reward of eternal life, right? Of course, like, it's great, right? But have we calculated the cost to get it, right? Because it's, a, like, it's not something that we work for, right? We all know that, right? It's something that we have to buy. It costs us. It, and so just like a rogue with uh, saying like, I didn't bargain for this. I didn't, you know, like I, I wasn't, I didn't like calculate that there was this cause to sacrifice my team, sacrifice my good looks, and sacrifice my, you know, the everything to just get this, get what I wanted. And I think that's um, very similar to uh, our Christian faith is that we want Jesus. We want to follow him. We want at this internal life with God, but have we calculated the costs? And those costs are pretty much laid out in scripture. Right. And uh, so that's the lesson and principle that I could draw from this episode. It's more like teaching us that, hey, there's actually a cost to uh, following Jesus. There's a cost to a lot of, of everything. Like, are we willing to make that sacrifice? Because like you said, uh, Bezos, well, what did he do? He sacrificed, right? His relationship with his wife. Right. And, uh, and um, so a lot of uh, uh, people who are very wealthy and successful, even um, even pastors out there, they sacrifice a lot of their, they make a lot of sacrifices for of family relationships to do what they want to do. Is that something that they've calculated? Probably so, but is that something that we want? And is that something desirable anyway for um, to be a Christ follower? Yeah, I guess 
the in a nutshell be careful what you wish for kind of thing well it's almost like um it's all yeah and then like uh because you know be careful what you wish for is actually a lesson from all the princess movies right <laughs> from, uh, from, uh, from disney but uh, um i think it's more like the desires that we have in our hearts have we calculated the cost to pursue those desires right or are we going to just blindly ignore those costs and just continue to pursue those desires without even considering the consequences right and then at the end when the consequences happen what do we do right do we, we have to make a choice we have to make a choice and that choice is huge choice. right and so before that huge choice maybe we should have calculated the cost in the beginning right like rogue he should she should have listened to gambit again <laughs> right <laughs> like uh i can't everything believe everything go well if you just listen to gambit i know it's like that's the lesson here we just had an episode where she just went off with archangel right and you listen think, to gambit you think that she would learn from that <laughs> right? um but um anyways that's it for me you have anything to add no that's it for me too i think that was a super i thought it was a hilarious episode when i was watching <laughs> i know it's amazing it just, the bugs are still inside the whale it's like yeah <laughs> like oh <laughs> like really like okay so when they when the whale is free now and then he closed his mouth does that mean he ate the bugs <laughs> i don't i don't know but I had the sense that things just went right back to normal. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you everyone for joining us in another Gospel X. Till next time, have a wonderful week.